More than a single story unscripted. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to More Than a Single Story Unscripted. Today, I am so excited to have one of my favorite people um, on the podcast with me. And her name is Miss Penda James. Um, So hello, Penda. How are you today? Oh, I'm awesome, Tracy. I'm glad. So just to tell you just a little bit, I'll let Penda introduce herself, but she is the owner of Inscribed Inspirations, and I'm going to let her kind of explain her business because it is really a blessing. So Penda, tell us just a little bit about who you are and share with listeners um, what you do with your business. Well, hello, world. I am as Tracy said, Penda James, and I am a scribe coach. So what I do is I help people get unstuck, execute their goals, and inscribe their legacy. My business is designed to help creatives, people who are in leadership, and entrepreneurs. So I graduated from Wilberforce University, the first privately owned historically black college. I also have a a master's degree from Bowling Green State University in Ohio. And a little on the personal side, I am a mother and I am a wife. You're a mother and a wife. And so, um, you know, both of our brands really um, focus on assisting others with telling their stories. And so tell me, why do you think telling your story is important? I think it's important for people to leave a legacy. And in most cases, writing your story gives that legacy for people after you've gone. So a perfect example of that is my mother passed in 2016 and I have all of her journals. And in her journals, she wrote prayers for myself and my sister and my two brothers, for her grandchildren, for my dad. And when I miss her, I can open up her journals and I can read those prophetic words that she spoke over our lives. I also believe it's important to leave and show kind of like if you never put what your wishes are into a will, people would be fighting over you. But if you wrote everything down when you passed, it would make it easier. So I know that sounds a little morbid, but I think in the future. And I'm thinking that it's important for people to tell their story, one, because it helps them to heal and recall what God brought them through. And in doing that, when they write from the place of being a survivor, they help other people see that they can make it through possible. Uh, You are so right. So um, Penda, if you don't know, Penda is my family. She's more than just one of my favorite people. She's family. And so Penda has been with me on this journey of more than a single story. And she uh, was there to help me kind of birth more than a single story, how I wanted it to look, and really, most importantly, telling my story with the first volume. Um, Penda, you were talking about, um, what did you say? You said it's important to leave a legacy. It helps people heal. And I know with more than a single story, the Legacy Project, 
this um this was so true right um the this process for the books usually the projects takes us maybe three to four months this one took almost a year because of all the things that happened you know multiple deaths in families and everyone's families um the tornadoes in Dayton which affected a lot of us because we have roots in that area so um I think that uh volume three is our instruction manual would you agree Penda? I, I mean, do agree. I do agree. We wrote a lot of declarations in volume three. We did. And I think though it was difficult to get through it, I, I wanted to, I really wanted to give up, especially, especially when my father passed away, uh, just because I really felt as though my legacy was stopping with him. But actually I was carrying the torch to be the next one, you know, to lead the legacy because my father, he did his work and I am inspired with him every, you know, I'm inspired every day with what he taught me and the things he left me. Some of the things he left me pinned out, I didn't even realize I would need it, but he knew. Mm. <laughs> he yeah, knew. absolutely. He knew. I have a postcard on my wall from daddy and I don't know if I ever shared it with you, but it says, hi, Tracy. Remember God is love. Stay close to him and seek him. He will always be there for you. Love dad. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Just the postcard he sent me. This is when I lived in Dayton. And so I look at that every day and it's a reminder. I didn't know that I was going to need that during this time in 2020, but daddy knew. God knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just important, like you said, to lead that legacy. So the next thing, you know, why do you think more than a single story, our collective, our community, our movement, um, how do you think it helps others and it's helped you with living on purpose and telling your story? So let me go back to volume one, which okay. is where uh, you and I, worked together to tell your story and part of my process as a scribe coach is I always tell people that you need to find a village and I call that your unplugable faith community these are a group of people who will not let you fail and these are the people who you call on they can listen to your excuses but as a scribe coach I can't because you're paying me to give you a finished product. So mm-hmm. when I think of taking taking you back to the beginning when we started, there were times even during volume one and volume two that you wanted to stop. But your your unfuckable <laughs> faith community, your 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 best friend and, and other people, your children, um, they would not let you quit. So for me, Volume three, you know, like I think about the day that you told me that your dad had passed, like we knew that it was coming, but I I will probably never forget that I was sitting in the garage, it was cold outside, and I was sobbing, and you were perfectly fine, like, like we were giggling like we always do, and you're like, girl, daddy, he already told us we need to go get some new shoes, because we need to be looking good, you know, but <laughs> the village... Um, the village stood up for you every single time. So to answer your question, it helps me being a part of this collective, even though I don't write 
I haven't written for any of these versions. You know, the topics for me to be a scribe coach and coaching everybody in the back end has been more meaningful right now because I know what it feels like to write through pain. Hmm. And I know what it feels like to not want to continue, but know that if you don't, the words in you will keep you up at night. So working on the More Than a Single Story Collective has really reminded me that I still have purpose. There are times where I'm just like, I don't know what my next steps are. You know, I'm a single mom. I mean, I'm not a single mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I'm trying to contribute to the household. And now we're in this season where nobody knows, you know, really if money is going to be flowing from different streams the way that it has been. And when I have those moments, I get, I always get an email from somebody, hey, Penda, I'm stuck. Or, hey, Penda, can you help me here? Or, hey, Penda, I found a mistake, you know. So in this season, it has helped to remind me not to quit. And so, you know, I this is my third episode. And so in all of them, I've talked about embracing the journey and enjoying the moment. And so right now, our journey probably looks different than what we thought it would be, you know, at the beginning of 2020. But I think sometimes we have to stop and reflect and just appreciate the right now, you know, embrace the moment right now, because we don't know what's to come. And if we're always worrying about the future, you know what I mean? And it's good to look beyond the moment, but we also have to accept and embrace how we're getting there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I quoted you and you just said it here um, in the other, my other podcast episode that you have to write through it. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about writing through it and, and just moving through the pain? Because I think you explain it so much better than I do. Mm -hmm. So an example of that would be, I was asked in 2017, which was my first Mother's Day without my mother. And let me go back. My mother and my mother-in-law passed in 2016 within six months of each other. Oh, my goodness. So I, in 2017, was asked by someone to contribute to a newsletter about Mother's Day. How could I do that? It was my first Mother's (laughs) Day without my mother and my mother-in-law. And... I needed to reflect on the lessons that they gave me. So there came a point when I was writing where I started sobbing and literally, you know, not like, I mean, worse than when I was sitting in the garage crying after you told me about your dad, but literally I fell down, like slid down the wall and balled up in the ball in the kitchen and cried because I missed them. But I realized that I had to get up and I had to finish. And I did with tears on the page, with, you know, (laughs) screaming out and fussing. I I got it through. And I think those are the best forms of writing. I heard a pastor, can't remember his last name, but his first name is Keon. And he talked about in his book, which is called Shift, how there were times when he was writing that you couldn't even read what was on the handwritten page because he had cried so much. But Mm. when you press through, 
that pain, that's when you're the most authentic and the most raw. And if you can put words to those tears, you're writing through it. And that's what I try to teach people to do when I work with them. I absolutely remember that. So do you going back to volume one again, do you remember? Um, do you remember when I was talking about, I don't remember what activity you gave me, but I was talking about, I hate being put in a box. Oh yeah. And then on the other hand, I was putting myself in a box saying that I couldn't do something mm-hmm. and I wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Penda, you know, she gave the example that you have to have, you know, your tribe who won't let you quit. Penda is definitely my go-to. And I always, you know, you tell me that you can tell when I have a lot going on in my mind because I just produce and yeah. I just keep putting stuff out. That That's how I kind of tame. And so, you know, I appreciate that Penda always calls me up and she's like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? You know, let me see that before you put it out live. So I really do appreciate you, Penda, for really just pushing me and being that person for me that will hold me accountable, but also listen to me cry. And um, I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I try to be for other people um, what I need. Ooh. Yeah. Say that again. I try to be for other people what I need. And I've learned over these past couple of years where um, did you see the movie um, Self Made? Yes. Okay. About the the women. Yeah, it was the black a, women. Um, the black women. Oh, Madam C. No, Walker. I did see it. So there's a line in there that says, "Never run back to what broke you," and I shared that on Facebook, and so a lot of people were commenting like, "Oh my God, yes, that's that's true." But on the flip side of that. I realized that I don't have permission to force anyone to be in my space if I've broken them. So I'm really trying to be better in how I treat people, to be mindful. Like one of the things you talked about earlier was embracing the moment. You know, I try to be mindful in the moment if my body feels tense or if I know that I have an attitude because I'm hungry or I'm tired or I'm frustrated because something I'm working on isn't working for me, then I need mm-hmm. to own me. So Ooh. I'm glad that I can be that for you. Um, yeah. Sometimes I have to pull you back and sometimes you have to push me too. And that's what the whole unfuckable faith community is all about. Absolutely. Um so thinking about um, thinking about that and thinking about inspiration, I know at times I need quotes mm-hmm. and scripture to assist with propelling me forward. And I tell the more than a single story crew, the collective all the time that to post up. Yeah. And I and, and what I mean by that is, you know, what what are you doing to make sure you have what you need? What are you doing to surround yourself with people and processes that are going to lead you to your purpose? And for me, posting up is really what it exactly what it sounds mm-hmm. like. I'm posting up with post-its. <laughs> post-its encourage me. 
different quotes, different sayings. You know, I'm always taking notes when I'm either on phone calls with Pinda or the More Than a Single Story crew because I don't think people realize that what they say is profound. By what they say, you know, telling their story and just speaking from their heart, it inspires other people to hope. And so, um, Penda, I want to ask you, what's your favorite quote or go-to scripture? Well, my favorite scripture is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear God and depart from evil. Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. But as I was preparing for this conversation with you, I remember when I was in college, one of my favorite quotes, I was really big into African Proverbs at that time. And one of my favorite African Proverbs is, um, if you don't know who you are, anyone can name you. If anyone can name you, you will answer to anything. Say that one one more time. If you don't know who you are, anyone can name you. If anyone can name you, you will answer to anything. How many times have we allowed other people to dictate who we are and what way we're supposed to go, whether it's relationships, whether it's school, whether it's how you just live your life day to day. So that that's profound. I might have to pull that one out um, because it, it's sometimes it's hard to listen and prepare intentionally what you like, where you want to go. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It, it's hard. I think about also with the more than a single story collective that what you're teaching people is that we are more than a single story so we've been named we've been named by people you know I am a mother and I'm a pastor's wife you know but that's not all of who I am I'm more than that so if I focus on just one part of me all the time then I don't do justice to everything that God made me absolutely and I think as we were you know as I was you know, thinking about more than a single story, um, the way, and I haven't told the listeners this, but the way that I came up with more than a single story is one day at work when I was working at a university, um, I listened to um, a TED talk called The Danger of a Single Story. And in that TED talk, um, the, the speaker talked about how other people assumed who she was based on the things in the media or things that they have heard about African folks. And so I thought about that and started talking to my boss. And he said, you know what, Tracy, he said, you don't really know how great you are. Mm -hmm. He said, every time you say something to students, you talk about how you were a single mother, how you, you know, were on food stamps, you know, for a time, how you struggle financially. And he said, you don't have to lead with what you think is the worst time because that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't articulate who you are right now. You know, and and that really stuck with me 
uh, since he said that about five years ago, I used to go up to people and say, hey, I'm Tracy. I'm a single mother. You know, I struggle a little bit, but I can do this, yeah. you know, and I didn't and I didn't have to use negative in order to get to positive. And so, you know, I try to be mindful now about how I introduce myself, even though I may be going through hard times, even though I may be feeling anxious or depressed. Mm -hmm. I try to impress upon myself and my children that you're not your mistakes. Yeah, right. You know, even though people, you know, people doubted me, Penda, when I got pregnant, and I know you heard the story with Alexis 22 years <laughs> ago, they were like, well, you're never going to finish school now. Yeah. Or somebody said to me, you know, how did you, how did you let that man make you a whore? Mm. I was like, that, I mean, and, and that's what I thought of myself. I'm like, okay, people are looking at me and they're thinking that I'm not going to make it. Maybe I can't make it. Maybe it's going to be tougher than I think. But it wasn't because number one, God had me. And number two, I knew I could do it. You know what I mean? So I think sometimes, I think sometimes we think we are that one particular, you know, moment on the map of our life. Mm -hmm. and, and we're and we're more than that. So um I'm so glad that we have this opportunity to gather as a collective to kind of write through like you said write through it and push through it to know that we can do it um so do you have is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you just want to give to the listeners I do want to go back and tell the listener that the name of the pastor I was talking about his name is Pastor Keon Henderson that was all. Nothing. Else. Say it one more time. It's Keon. Say it one more time. K-E-I-O-N Henderson. Okay. And he's the one who talked about crying to the point that you couldn't see the words on the page. And the name of his book okay. is called The Shift. The Shift. The Shift. Okay. Shift. Oh, shit. Okay. The Shift. Okay. So, um... How can listeners get in touch with you, Ms. Penda? Well, you can find me on Instagram um, at Penscribe. So it's P-E-N-S-C-R-I-B-E-D. Also mm -hmm. at Scribe Coach. I'm on uh, Facebook and um, I have a website for Inscribe Inspiration, which is InscribeMePlanner.com. Okay, so um, one last thing I want to do, I want to play a little game with okay. you. Okay, so this little game is called This or That. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question, um, <clears throat> and it's going to be this or that. So you choose one or the other. You ready? I'm ready. All right, tea or coffee? Tea. Baths <laughs> or showers? Oh, baths. Are you an early bird or night owl? Early. Maya Angelou oh, or Nikki Giovanni? You don't even need to ask. Maya Angelou. <laughs> Incense or candles? Candles. Typing or writing? Uh, um, this or that? This or that? Typing. And the last one? Collard greens or turnip greens? Neither. Neither? Uh, kale. Oh. 
butt collar. I'll go with that. Okay. Okay. We can do that. Pinda, thank you so oh, much for hanging oh, out God. with me. You didn't give me a nickname today. Well, I didn't say it, but today your nickname is Pinda. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, every time we just need Pinda. to tell the listeners, that, you know, every time we talk, I have a new middle name, and I love a that new middle name. Yep, I, uh, love yeah, I know her middle name, but you know, sometimes I'm not feeling like saying that. So I love it. I, I love say, it. Well, I love you, Pinda Lou. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you for having me on your podcast. No problem. So make sure you connect with Penda, especially if you have a book inside of you. She's going to be the one that's going to help you and pluck through. So, um, again, thank you, Penda, for connecting with us. And. Uh- Hello, this is Dr. James Etta, and I invite you to learn more about me by listening to my podcast titled Reflect and Connect with Dr. James Etta. Now, I'm going to share with you a piece that I wrote back in June of 2016 titled Black Jesus. Back to black, fade to black. Who's got your back? I do. Isn't it clear? Don't you ever live in fear? Who's always near? I am. When life is hard and all around you looks charred, who is the best play card? I am. So you stay on track. Don't you ever slack? Even if you feel under attack, be proud that you are black because I am. Hello, hello, hello. So our time together is slowly coming to an end. I want to thank you for taking the time to come and hang out with us this week on the podcast. I also want to give a special shout out to our guest poet, Dr. James Etta. She is the host of Reflect and Connect with Dr. James Etta, and you should check her out. Her podcast is also on Anchor. I want to also take time to thank Miss Penda L. James. She is the owner of Inscribed Inspirations. I always look forward to my time talking with her. She is a wealth of knowledge. She is a source of inspiration and empowerment. And I thank her from the depths of my heart for all of her support and just all of the wisdom that she pours into those who she encounters. So Penda, thank you. You are a true gem. Penda gave us a few things to think about during the conversation she had on the podcast today. And I want to leave you with these nuggets before we leave. She says that we are to write through it. We need to write through hard times, devastating times, and happy times. So we need to write through it. The second thing she said is we need to find our unpluckable faith community. 
And these are people who are going to listen to you cry. They're going to hand you a tissue, but they're also going to be there to hold you accountable. And then she shared her favorite African proverb that said, if you don't know who you are, anyone can name you. If anyone can name you, you will answer to anyone. I'm going to say that one more time. In the poetry world, we say rewind. So I'm going to rewind myself. If you don't know who you are, anyone can name you. If anyone can name you, then you will answer to anything. So be sure as you journey through, this journey is not going to be perfect, but know it belongs to you. Know that your story has the power to break down barriers and inspire others to hope. Know that everybody, there is someone who needs to hear your story. Know that you are not your past and we are definitely more than a single story. So until next time, you can reach out at hello at tracynicole.org. That's hello at tracynicole.org or check us out on our website at www.tracynicole.org. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with us and be sure to embrace the journey for the rest of this week. Until next time, see you later.